You're listening to the Breaking Through Podcast, showcasing the best new talent hitting the scene. G'day and welcome to the Breaking Through Podcast. This week we have Lindsay and Reese from Ace of Spade. You can find their stuff on the usual streaming platforms. Guys, how are we going? Good, thanks. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Um, now, before we get into tracks and how the year's been and what how big this year has been for everyone, um, how did this project come together? Oof, good question to start off with, actually. <laughs> um, uh, I kind of like hit up Reese <laughs> during uni because we had one class together. Yeah. And um, we were kind of all showing our demos. And I remember he showed his um his demo and my jaw literally dropped to the floor. I was like, I have to work with this guy. Like I, I like slid into his DMs. I was like, that was really good. Um, if you need a vocalist anytime, hit me up. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. That's kind of how so, it to be. So it all just starts from uni. Yeah. Yeah. yeah everyone was doing their demo. And that's that's kind of how I see a lot yeah. of the Gold Coast, a lot of Gold Coast, Brisbane, all that type of stuff working out. It's all uni based. It's all we've had a couple yeah. classes, and there's heaps of talent going around. So who? Wait. So you slid into his DMs, Lindsay? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she did. <laughs> okay, what, what, <laughs> How how was that uh, first message? Just that, hey, you're really sick. Um, let let's make a track. Yeah, because he was like, I, wait, Reese, didn't you lie? You're like, yeah, I have a vocalist already. Yo, don't expose <laughs> me like that. Yeah. Yeah, it's like, he's like, oh, I actually don't have a vocalist if you want to go on this track. I was like, yes, please. Yeah. All right. All right. So you said you had a vocalist. Is it because you didn't think Linz was very good? Or... <laughs> no, it was like, like in... what, 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 where, was, where was that thought process there? Okay. So like in class, I was like, oh, I can't show up with a demo and not say that I have a vocalist because I was like, they're going to kick me out of something. Like it's university. And so I was like, yeah, guys. I actually have a vocalist for this. The song is ugh, it's like nearly done, but here's like a 30 second like snippet of it. And uh, <laughs> then in the DMs, I was like, I actually am panicking right now because I don't have a vocalist and I have to hand this in with a vocalist. <laughs> so I just straight I up lied to everybody. I saved the day, Loki. Yeah, she did. Well, I'm, I'm very of the opinion. I, I went through uni and all that stuff myself. And I'm of the opinion that you have to fake it till you make it. Yes, that's 100% it. You, so the, the confidence has to come through. You've got everything sorted. But in your head, yep. you are fucked. You yeah, have, you're panicking. You're worrying. So. You're panicking. And that, that's just how it goes until you get right down to the end. And then you, yeah. you try and piece it all together. Um, let's go to that first song, though, that you guys did put together after Lynn's obviously DM'd. Um, it's, it's always important to start off on the right note. So how did you guys decide that um, don't don't try to come for me was the one that you guys wanted to release first? Um, I feel like it's that song was written in a day. Yeah. So yeah. I feel like we kind of like sat back and like, how did we just do that? Like that's insane. And we're like, I feel like it's the first song when we worked on together where like that's kind of like fifty fifty like both of our style. I don't know if that makes sense, but like I felt like that was true to like what we were trying to, like where we were trying to go with Ace of Spade, I guess. It had like a magic to it almost, where like when I when I like wrote the the music and then did the beat, and then she already had like a top line done by the time I finished the beat. It was kind of like I don't know. We fused everything together and then like better than we had before, so everything just glued together. And I think that's like why that was the one that I wanted to release first because yeah. like 
that there was just something yeah, something felt- about it that had like there's always something about a song when you hear it where it's like that's a demo or that's trash compared to something that's like that's got to be it and that was that was the one where i finally was like yeah that's that's definitely the one that's the banger that's not trash <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> so what like what number of track was this this obviously wasn't the first track you guys have made how far down the track was this you know it's like the 10th one we'd ever made or maybe like 11 or 12 we we did like a lot of Trial demos that sort of yeah a lot of demos a lot of stuff that like sounded good but didn't have like I don't know. It just didn't have like the spark that I was looking for. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we were we were working on a lot of stuff beforehand. Like, there's still because we started working. Demo. We started working together in November. Oh my god, that's almost a year ago. That's tragic. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> um, and we probably wrote. Don't try to come to me. Was it March? Do you reckon? Yeah. Yeah. yeah probably like that. Yeah. So I find it I find it interesting. So in the one, so you said it was like your tenth. Is there in the one to nine? Is there any of those tracks that are like, yeah, they're good, just not for a first track, or were they all just? Uh, I'm pretty sure scratching out my name was done before. Yeah, it was. Yeah. So that one was actually made. You know, the the cutting room floor. It actually made past. I fought for um, that song so hard, so hard. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, everything else, I don't know. There, there could be something, but I think the the, the thing with music production and, and uh, being a musician is that every day you just get like a little bit better. And because those demos are so old now, like probably from the start of this year, um, I've just gotten like infinitely better at production. So it's just kind of like for me to hear those, uh, it's hard for me to justify using them again. But we can always, you can go, always back go back. And, though. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, of course. But there's like, it's I could rewrite the idea, I could redo it. But for me, I just um, I'm such a perfectionist, so it's just to like hear little things in it and then be like, oh, I'd have to scrap the whole thing, even if it's just like one. You do do that a lot, and then I, I'll <laughs> listen to them and I'll be like, this is sick, and you'll be like, no, no, we're not, we're not <laughs> yeah. touching it. I'm like, but we could do so much with this. Yeah. So if um if Linz was kind of. It had her way there'd be like six or seven tracks out by now or yeah probably there's a lot we of have enough like, we have enough there it's just whether or not it's like polished yeah enough interesting yeah see a lot a lot of the um a lot of the artists and bands and stuff that i have on this podcast um like before obviously making all this type of stuff you think that you you hear like all the really big artists go like oh yeah it took us like two years to make these songs yeah. and blah, blah, blah. But most of the artists and bands I have on like, oh yeah, a day, a week. <laughs> yeah. Had someone come on, it was like four hours. I'm like, yeah. so how, and you, you say you're a perfe- perfectionist. So how do you go from, you know, having these tracks that you haven't put out for a year and then you just obviously keep on going back to them and then you've got this one track that you make in a day and you're like, yeah, no, it's sweet. Let's go. Because it's, it's like, um, getting everything right before i even like have to polish it so for that track specifically everything was just happening as i was like imagining it in my head immediately so by the end of the production in that day i was like yeah that's that's done like there's nothing i could even fix on it like maybe mixing issues down the line but like in terms of production it's done like and then we tracked it and everything but that was yeah, such so, a good day such yeah. a good day we just got so everything perfect. Everything kind of just lined up. All the stars yeah. aligned. Yeah. And sometimes perfectionism, you sort of have to like 
take a step back. If something sounds like good and there might be little things off about, like, don't try to come for me. There's definitely like production things that I could be like, yeah, I hear something that's like overlapping that I'm like not particularly in love with now. It's still like, because it was uh, in the moment and like, it just sounds good. Even if there's like little mistakes, I can't just polish it to be so pristine that there's like not even the little things left. So stuff like that. It's like, I kind of have to take myself out and be like, yo, like it sounds so fire. Like, why would you change it so much? Like, it just sounds good as it is. Yeah. I, uh, like I, I've, I, I'd i say you're probably the same lens. Like I, I obviously don't have that production background. I just hear a track and I'm like, yeah, fucking sounds sick. You're obviously thinking of it from that different view and you obviously thinking it over like a thousand times. Um, Sometimes I feel like with that track, like because we were both, in the room working simultaneously like I could like oh you need to change that groove or so that these like lyrics could work and like I just like it just worked so well we need another day like that Reese. I I don't know yeah Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) it was just really like everything just worked out perfectly I feel so that was when did you guys um make that track like start making tracks like together like when we first started working together yeah um november last year yeah yeah but we weren't even ace of spade at that point we were just like separate and then we were just like i was i got her for a track obviously from the dms i like got her on a track that i was doing for a uni portfolio um and then after i was like well you did something for me like you, I got you on my track. I'll, I'll produce a full a track for you, and then you can just run it as your own. Um, and then afterwards, we're just like, why not just be a duo because we work so well together, and the songs we do are like pretty fire. So we're just like, let's go with that. Yeah. So this takes me to my next question because you guys, you guys uploaded on Insta for the first time um, early May. Yeah. So you'd obviously been working a little bit um, together before you know getting it all right yeah. um a very interesting time in australia to start promoting ace of spade because mm-hmm. i think nothing was open and yeah. no gigs unfortunately <laughs> um heaps of new music so the market was saturated great yeah. for people that um are obviously in lockdown and whatever just um listening to music all day mm-hmm. not so good for musicians um trying to get their music out there though so if the market's uh, saturated, um, why did you think that was a great time to start promoting this project? Um, I feel like because we had nothing else going on, I feel like Ace of Spade kind of gave us something to do during lockdown. Like I had, like I lost my job, um, uni was all online um, and the only way I kind of got out of the house was going to this year with Reese, and I kind of, was like, why don't we just start releasing it? Like, we've got all this stuff here, so why not? At least we're doing something during this time. So it wasn't like um, just promoting would be a smart time, but not a, like you obviously didn't release music for a little bit after that. Yeah. So it was kind of just getting it, getting the name out there before you start releasing music. Was that the kind of idea behind it? Yeah, yeah. Like I'm, I, I did not study business or anything. Like I'm kind of just going with what I kind of see other people doing, really, but. Yeah, I just wanted, I was just kind of sick of being like, oh, gatekeeping it. I was like, we just need to start telling people like this is coming, like this is what we're working on. Isn't, isn't that kind of like um, 
what independent musicians and all that type of stuff do. That was just seeing what other people do. That's just what business is. Like you're just seeing what other people do online and just copying. That's exactly what yeah, I've done. Definitely. It's exactly what every artist <laughs> yeah. is doing. Like, yeah. I, I don't need a 40 grand course to tell me to copy other people. It's fine. Yeah. Um, now, I saw you guys play the Triffitt, which is really cool. And that was a little while ago. How was that experience? How was that experience, Reese? It was fantastic. I had a, I had a great time. <laughs> There's no, nothing out of the ordinary in that one. No, that it was fantastic. really, really fun. Um, yeah. So random too. Like first gig at the Trifford, that's insane. Yeah, yeah I, I definitely don't hear many people say that their first gig was there, but I'm sensing there's a bit of a story there, Reese. So you just didn't oh, have no. a great time maybe? <laughs> uh, yeah, I had a great – dude, I had a good time. Dude, uh, okay. It wasn't – I had fun performing, of course, but like uh, the night before, I like took a tab of acid, dude, and I was just like zoinked out of my mind when I got there because like like the come down was just hitting me. So like, yeah, the whole time in the green room, I was not having a fantastic time. Uh, but once I got out there on stage, I was happy. I was, I was having fun. But yeah, <laughs> never I again, livid. dude. <laughs> I was livid. He rocked up and I was like, are you kidding me? Literally any other time, I would have been fine with it. But literally the night before our first gig, oh my God, I've never been so mad in my life. <laughs> I messed up, <laughs> for real. So like, it's kind of like you're getting into like your rock star mentality. Like you have to get fucked Already. up to play. <laughs> like first gig like not not down the track when you're like established and got like all these fans whatever let's fuck it let's go right now yeah. he's just an idiot he's literally so dumb so did you did you not see him till the next day Lindsay, and like when you get up to brisbane or did, i was saw he kind of messaging you the night before he messaged and going, What's me going on? the morning of and he's like I've done something. He's like, do you want the good news or the bad news? And I was like, I don't want to hear any of it. I don't care. (laughs) And then he rocked up and he got out of the car. I was like, you are unwell. Like, what are you doing? (laughs) So he didn't even tell you over message. You just went, no, I don't want to hear it. So he didn't tell you. No, he did tell me. And then he got there and I was like, you're so dumb. Like, literally, I'm never going to let him down. That's for sure. Props, props to you though dude for getting like getting in there and getting it sorted like obviously it went okay yeah somehow i managed to pull off the entire performance and not like pass out because i was like oof, it was rough i was like zoning hard like trying to stay in the reality was hard <laughs> i was just <laughs> somehow we made it dude <laughs> that's crazy and then he went out afterwards i yeah. don't know how <laughs> went to the clubs afterwards <laughs> I don't know how he's alive. After like 40 hours and no sleep because I was wired. like <laughs> So dumb. It definitely sounds like you're in that rock star, rock star mentality already. And I'm, I'm for it. I am for it. <laughs> oh, no. Let's, let's, let's take you guys back to your first performance. Well, um, was it local? So was local safari your first performance? Yeah, the local safari day party. That was such a yeah. good day. So... Yeah. Um, I, um, obviously this is back when the pod was kind of just, we were a few episodes in and I was kind of just following people and I saw local safari were having heaps of stuff and, um, I was watching their stories and whatever. Um, and then I went out on the night that night of it. And then my mate was like, Oh, let's go to this party. Blah, blah. I was like, fuck. All right, let's go. I don't know where we're going. We wrote, I don't know where, I don't even know where local safari's thing was middle of butt fuck nowhere. <laughs> that is true. 
and we we walk and I'm like I don't I don't fucking know anyone here. This is gonna be yeah. weird as fuck. And I see we walk through and you, like you need armbands. Yeah. We fucking fourteen. Like <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'm never. I'm fucking twenty three. I don't know. We literally have party and I'm getting armbands, bro. Like what is this? Yeah, exactly. In a backyard dog. Like what? <laughs> I think it's because like wasn't it like the thing happening when it was like you could only have a hundred people? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So. So obviously I'm not thinking about all this, you know, for I just think I'm at some fucking seventeen year olds party where the parents <laughs> have made people wear like wristbands, I'm like for fuck's sake, walk through and then I see the local safari thing. I'm like, oh fuck, I'm actually at local safari. Like out of all the parties I could have gone to tonight, I'm at this I'm at local safari. And I seen that you guys had played and when I got there, I obviously got there really late and <laughs> yeah. everyone was a bit fucked up. Yes, that's true. And um I'm I'm guessing it was a different vibe during the day. Walk me through that first that you know, did you guys start the day or were this second performance? We started the day, and I remember yeah. I talked to Leah. She's the lead vocalist from like yeah. Fresh. She's like, um, if I had known that's the type of music you played, I would have put you on later in the day. And I was like, yeah, yeah, because like after us, it was all like um like indie rock bands. After yeah. like that, we kind of yeah, I don't know. It was a bit weird starting yeah. off. Having like a nocturnal sort of pop vibe at the very start. It's like daytime, like the sun is out and like nobody's drunk yet. So I'm like, dude, what? this is like way too hard to just like for lunchtime. Like <laughs> that's basically how it was. No, it was good sun's out, get, get it going. Fuck it. Yeah, get that shit going on. <laughs> yeah. But I, I um, obviously, uh, I had a, a, a mate there that I've, um, and I knew through other people, and he was like, "Oh yeah, I'll introduce you to the local safari guys." So I met Josh first. Josh, great bloke. Same I ten, love actually. him. Ten ten bloke. He's um, they're they're coming on the pod soon, which is great. He's he's kind of organised it all. Um, but I did meet Leah on the night. Would, would I call it meeting her? Um, <laughs> I said hello, but I got she looked straight through me. I she mumbled something, and oh. Josh went, "Nah, nah, mate, don't bother. It's all right." <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'll talk to you then. All good. No. Oh, she's going to hate hearing that. (laughs) Oh, Lord. It was a crazy day, to say the least. I feel it was a good day, though. Absolutely. Did you guys did you guys stay the whole day or did you just perform and then stay for a few drinks or uh, I mean, I was there till like 8 p.m. or something and then I dipped cuz I was like I was like so drunk that I was That's like, about the time I got like, there. So oh, fuck. I would have just missed <laughs> yeah, it. I put oh, Reese home in an Uber, made sure <laughs> that he got home safe and then I stayed No, no tabs of acid. No, no, but I was I was like a half a bottle of wild turkey down, dog. Like, oh no. <laughs> I was gone. We're choosing very healthy life decisions over at Asia Spade headquarters, we promise. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's good. Profit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, um, my God. So, that performance, like, uh, uh, like as a whole, how was it? How did you guys go? Uh, there were a few good. minor stuff-ups, but for yeah. our first... Of course, that's what you're going to have, though. You, you expect that. Yeah, but, like, everybody was so lovely and they're like, no, no, like, it's fine, we understand. Because, like, I was, like, saying, oh, this is our first gig, we're so excited, blah, blah, blah. But, yeah, everybody, like, it was all our friends. So, like, you know, it was it was good. It was a good environment for our first gig, I reckon. Yeah, real chill. See, I'm, I obviously came at the other spectrum of that. I walked in knowing absolutely no one. Yeah. So that was that was interesting. Loved it. Um, Let's... <laughs> 
let's move on to your guys' newest track. Um, how did how did this one come about? Because this one seems a bit darker <laughs> than your first one. <laughs> yeah. um, so, um, I wrote a demo of this song maybe this time last year or maybe January. I don't know. Okay, so it kind of came about because I got my heart broke by a guy who's probably oh, broke, uh, broke my heart about 20 times now because I'm dumb and, you know, it is what it is. Love it. Um, but yeah, I wrote a demo and I sent it to Reese. I was like, we have to do this song. Like, we just have to do it. Um, yeah, and then he kind of made it extremely dark, but I, I love the vibe. It fits perfectly with the lyrics. No, I, I do love the vibe, and especially with all the um, images you guys put out as well. They're all kind of kind of dark as well. So I think, I think it goes with the whole feel. Yes. Yeah, that's, that's a like... win. Yeah, that's basically my whole thing has always been just like dark music. So she gave me like a demo that was like, like full produced by her. Like it was about, I think two minutes or something like a a demo just done in logic or something. And I fell in love with the lyric content because it was like, it was, it was dark enough where like, if I took a spin that was like really like evil, then like we could do some cool stuff with vocals and all that. Um, And so like my, the song that came out is like completely different to obviously her produced demo but um the vocals are all the same but yeah does does um let's just call him old mate does old mate know <laughs> the songs about him old mate um i mean he's a smart guy so probably because um, <laughs> or actually could, i have could... a story oh my god i have a story podcast about this song podcasts are for stories let it go okay so yeah. at local safari's gig Oh my god! I should I out myself like this? You know what I'm going to. Yes, you can't start Um, and then. Oh no! Backtrack. Oh my god. Okay, so at local safari's gig, we started playing this song, and like the whole time, like I was very nervous because old mate is friends with local safari, and like his mates walked in. No, he wasn't there. Thank God. I would have. I would have frothed out. No, no, no. I I think I would have had an anxiety attack right then and there. But his mates walked in, and I was like, my heart just started. Oh, I just couldn't. But I pulled it off, and I sang it very well. And I'm pretty sure I death stared one of his friends at one point. I was like, what am I doing? Like, stop, 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 stop. But um, yeah, they were talking the whole time during the song too. I was like, okay. That's okay. I don't, when it gets like a million views, like you, you won't be thinking about that. You won't be thinking about those names. I kind of wish that he he knew what it was about because Yuka tells a great story how um, one of her tracks is about a bloke and he was there like when she first played it and he walked out because he knew it was about him. So I've like, heard that story. I've heard that story yeah, and it gives me life. That is a win. <laughs> like that is every vocalist like dream like i don't think i understand like that would have given us so much life oh. she's like no it's fine it's okay but like probably secretly gone fuck you like you know this is about you mate so toxic what is this man <laughs> <laughs> jeez holy i like fantasize about that though i'm like that's is that bad it's no. so mean. If it's for good tracks, like positive and negatives, like he's probably going to hate it, but we'll all love it. So that's fine. 
Oh no. <laughs> ah, yikes. <laughs> that's that's we'll we'll all take it. He won't love it, but that's fine. Um we're obviously what end of October. So this will come out end of October. We've only got two more months left. What's in what's yeah. the plan for the rest of rest of the year? Um <laughs> Good Any tracks you got <laughs> playing at all, or what's going on? Oh, actually, we do have two gigs in December. Yeah, December. Yeah, so we've got a gig at. Um, 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 we're supporting our friends EP launch on the tenth of December. Where's I forget that at? where. That's really, oh my god, it's Who somewhere in it? Brisbane. <laughs> His name is Liam Brimble. He hasn't announced it yet, so I'm really sorry if he's listening to this later. And he's like, oh my god, excuse me. Just leaked it. Oh my lord. It's alright. We've got a decent fan base, but I'm, I'm sure it's not, you know, huge. So I'm, I'm sure it will stand <laughs> right for a little bit. Yeah. Um, and then we're playing uh, our first gig, like Gold Coast gig at a venue at Barbecue Bazaar. On the Everyone is playing at Barbecue Bazaar. Oh, I, I feel like it's that's popping the off. Place. Like yeah, like every every Gold Coast band or artist or whatever is playing there, which is great because I you were probably at this gig too, Linz, the local safari. Um, they played at Barbecue Bazaar. Were you that? Were you that yeah, one? yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I yeah. Was at that one, Always. and, and that, that's the first one that I'd um, first gig I'd gone to in since um, obviously COVID, and you obviously couldn't dance then, but you can stand mm. up now. So how fucking good is that? Oh. Um, I might click my fingers wow. or something at the next one. Um, but <laughs> you, you could play there. Um, I know there's a few Brisbane artists that I've had on here are playing there. So like, I've, I didn't like, I feel like it would be great if you obviously get all those tables out of the way. Cause you've got that outdoor area as well. It'd be mad, but I'm really just, I want the tables gone. Um, and then you could have a great boogie. So when's, when's that one at barbecue's up? That's on the 19th of December. And it's like all pop music that night too, which I'm so excited about because I feel like there's not enough pop music representation yeah. on the Gold Coast. So it's I'm very, super keen for It's that. very indie rock, which it um, is, I'm a big fan of. Which we love. We love. Yeah. But for us, I'm kind of like, please let us play somewhere. <laughs> so yeah. Because yeah. up until now, we've we've only just been supporting people who do like traditional sort of like acoustic stuff and mm. like we just come on and i'm just like here's my beat pad and also my keyboard and laptop and everybody's like well what <laughs> what is he doing and then the music starts it's like the button yeah. boy yeah <laughs> okay, <dude. laughs> isn't that kind of good though like there's not um you know everyone kind of doing the same shit that you're doing on the coast because like if you're like having all the indie rocks good but if you're wanting to start an indie rock band you've obviously got all these other great bands to compete with you guys are kind of in your own element isn't that isn't that good or do you, would you like you know some yeah it's good with? but it's hard to like when you're starting out it's hard to be a support and feel like you you belong yeah. to support the main act because the main exactly act it. is yeah a lot of indie stuff so like we're, we're i've been emailing venues and um basically begging them <laughs> to give us a, a chance to play but it's really hard, especially because, like, when we first started releasing our music, all the clubs where, like, our kind of music is played was closed. So we didn't really have the venues there to kind of play at, if that makes any sense, because the Gold Coast is a very indie rock scene. So 
but hopefully soon we'll get more gigs going. Yeah, just, just need the clubs back open to do. Like, the clubs are open, but I just need them to be, like, full open. Open normally? Yeah. yeah so not not paying like... fucking $20 to fucking sit down? Ooh, yeah. That'd be nice. <laughs> yeah, then $12 a drink just to, like, sit in a booth somewhere and just cry? Like, what is that? Dude? <laughs> I want to hear, hear something. I want to play something. Like, yeah, like uh, I, I I've never seen you guys there, but I'm guessing um, you obviously know of elsewhere. I'm sure you guys have probably been there. Oh, um, elsewhere used to be my yeah. used to be my local um and uh i went i went i don't want to put i don't want to rub the you know um club the wrong way so i won't i won't say who, what club it was but i paid 20 dollars to go into this club i was like fuck it why not and fuck i regretted it they should have paid me 20 bucks <laughs> i like i obviously i was like fuck it i don't care it's like one o'clock let's get even more pissed yeah. it's fine but fuck did i regret it in the morning $20 is, that's like half a tank of petrol. Yeah, it's actually fucked to get into a club. I think I've only paid like max 10 bucks to get into one. That's but, fucked up. But it's, it's Gold Coast, so come on, let's, you know. What, what yeah, the Gold Coast, yeah, yeah. Um, but like, is what what type of clubs or whatever is, is like elsewhere that type of, you're seeing or like more of a Brisbane, Brisbane feel, what's going on? I reckon for the Gold Coast, elsewhere, I was talking to Yuka. Eilish and um she was like once elsewhere is open you guys should definitely try and play there and I I totally agree but I feel like our music style is probably more more suited towards Brizzy or like a a kind of city place not so much a surfy place like the Gold Coast yeah I agree I think I think Brisbane is more of the field but like you know might as well try yeah if elsewhere said yes like that'd be mad and um, I, I think in this new environment, they're going to have to kind of break their mold a little bit. Like everyone else has to kind of um, go with the flow in this environment. So I think I think it's a good idea. I think that would be, it would work. And probably, I know elsewhere is tiny. So when the capacity goes from like, you know, five to hundred people, that'd be nice. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just keen to start playing. It's so much fun. I just want to do it more. What's in store for you guys in 2021? You obviously want to play some more gigs, um, more music. What's the go? Um, well, Reese and I actually haven't properly discussed this. I'm kind of the business manager. I'm taking on that that role. I've got that vibe. Yeah. <laughs> so I kind of want us to maybe maybe release a few more singles and see how we go. Obviously, because like maybe drop an EP. But honestly, it depends how um how well we're doing with streams and stuff because we don't want to just drop an ep and be like here and not have like the support behind it if that makes sense yeah all that work and then you know have like a thousand like just a thousand streams on it or something yeah yeah so i think the safe bet at the moment is just releasing singles but like we're having fun doing that so why not isn't that the usual way to go through though you like release two or three even maybe even four and then do the ep i feel like that's kind of just the way that you go yeah yeah I feel like that's kind of the the path that most people take anyways and I think you guys are kind of on, like on that track your first song's up to almost like 40k and it's been out for a couple of months that's so insane. yeah that, that, that's an accomplishment in itself so I think you're kind of on that track to um release an EP where people are actually going to listen um what's in 12 months time um, if you're looking back on 2021, what's one thing that, you know you guys would like to accomplish? What's one goal? Is there one song where you want to get to like 100k, or do you guys want to play somewhere? Or what, what's 
what's that uh mind mindset looking like i feel like we kind of hope that our songs will do like all our songs will do that well you have that hope with any song that you release that it that'll pop off um i don't know i kind of if we do the ep i would like to do like an ep launch that would be kind of cool yeah for sure thing to do and if you if you've got like you know three or four tracks before that you i think that's enough audience building yeah um and you know if that's next year if you if your first track's at 40k already imagine what it's going to be in 12 months time you can only hope dude (laughs) do well (laughs) well if it it continues on that track you gotta you gotta be positive you can't be like no it's gonna stick at 40k no one else is gonna listen to it (laughs) that's it uh yeah well, hopefully, I it's been well. Actually, our audience is bigger over in the states now than it is here, which is crazy to me. Well, like yeah, but your music is going worldwide, so you could have like this one town in you know like the <laughs> US, like yeah, well Missouri, they'd be <laughs> like just fucking nowhere. froth your tracks, yeah. Which which is fine, and if 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 that's where your biggest audience is, that's fine. I mean, I'd love to just break out into the US because the like the country is so big that like not even like ten percent of that population would you know feed me for a while. Like that's that's (laughs) my hope. Yeah, (laughs) get some good food, man. Like I need to live. Like (laughs) the streams would be good enough. So that's that's my hope. You'd have to do online gigs there, live streams. (laughs) No, no, no. Um, Lynn, Reese, we uh, we hope the best for twenty twenty one and the rest of twenty twenty. Hope everything goes well. Thanks for coming on. Thank you so Thanks, much. Man. Good being here. To keep up to date with all things breaking through, make sure to check out our socials.